You are listening to the Special Needs Mom Podcast. This is Kara, your host, and I am so glad you're here. Before we get into this episode, I want you to know that Pathway to Peace, which is a group coaching program, is currently available to join. This program is built on three main pillars. First, coaching. It's the real powerhouse. It's what I do. It's what I love. Second, community. And if you've been around for a little bit more than a minute, you know how I feel about community and the power that it has to heal and change your life. And lastly, I have a library of content filled with resources, with modules, with lessons. We go way deeper than I can go in on the podcast. And these are available to you in a way that you can consume them in your busy life. This program would be a good fit for you if you've stabilized past the point of initial diagnosis and find yourself spending a little bit more than you'd like to in overwhelm. And you can't imagine how, given all the things in your life, you can have any sort of peace ever again. Through the program, you will gain the gift of acceptance. You will do the work to recover your spark. You'll leave the program with the tools and the confidence that you have what you need to have joy and peace part of your life once again. So it's time to change it up. I know you've been saying yes to everybody, especially serving with all your heart and everything you have to your child. Now it's time to say yes to you. Find the link in the show notes to get more information and for next steps. Hi, I'm Kara, life coach, wife, and mom to four incredible and unique children. It wasn't all that long ago that my son received a diagnosis that had my world come crashing down. I lacked the ability to see past the circumstances, which felt impossible, and the dreams I once had for my life and family felt destroyed. Fast forward past many years of surviving and not at all thriving, And you'll see a mom who trusts that she can handle anything that comes her way and has access to the power and confidence that once felt so lacking. I created the Special Needs Mom podcast to create connection and community with moms who find themselves feeling trapped and with no one who really understands. My intention is to spark the flare of possibility in your own life and rekindle your ability to dream. This isn't a podcast about your special needs child. This is a podcast about you. If you are a mom who feels anxious, alone, or stuck, then you are in the right place. Welcome. Hello, and welcome to the Special Needs Mom Podcast. This is Kara, your host, and I am so glad you're here. Today, we're going to have a short episode, at least I'm going to try to keep it short. And I want to bring to you kind of a combination of something that happened this week in my life and pair it with some things I'm noticing over in um, the coaching community that I have, I think it's going to be really valuable. It's on the topic of feeling alone. So I know this is a major common thread that we have as special needs moms. So here's a quick story I'll share with you. Earlier this week, Levi and I found ourselves at the emergency department to investigate some things that were going on for Levi. Now, I won't bore you with the details here, but really we were ruling out anything major going on and you know how the ED works. You're there for a long time. Obviously going down there, we felt it was urgent enough to invest the time and the energy into staying there all night. 
Um, so there's always this question in the background of like, oh, are we really okay? Like, like what's happening here? And then there's all the like trauma from all the lights and sounds and smells that are part of our history. And so one of the things that I wanted to share from that experience, though, is I noticed this weird tension, this tension between like really wanting people to know what was going on in my world and really not wanting to share with people. And I thought it was interesting. There was like this dual experience that I was having. There's this urge to share, to tell, to have people know, to not do this in silence or in secret or invisibly. And so there's this desire, I think, that we innately have to be known, to have people know what is happening for us, to know our lives, to know how we're doing in our lives. And so this story, in combination with some things that came up in the Pathway to Peace coaching group, really inspired this episode. I knew I needed to get an episode in and I'm a little behind in my actual planning. And so I was really sitting with like, what do I want to bring to this community? And it was this. So I'll give you a little context into what was coming up in our community. So a lot of times when we're coaching in the group, moms will share. And my job in this case is to just really hold space and to listen, to genuinely listen, not with any intention, not with anything, but actually just to witness their story and to be with them. And so as I do this, as I listen, I generally take a lot of notes. I'm a, I'm a note taker. I'm a very visual person. So that just works for me. And I write down the specific words that my clients say. So this helps me kind of see themes and then sometimes trace back to the exact words that were said, because it really helps us expose the things that we were really not aware of. When we go back and people reflect back to us what we've said, we're like, oh, wow, like it really does expose some of the automatics or the things that we have in question that are actually really helpful to question. And that's really what this episode is about. So during this particular download, one of the things that this client said was, I feel so alone because I am alone. And I totally get it. I totally get it. Yes, we are physically alone when we are the ones up at night. We're physically alone when we're in the room at the hospital, like the emergency department. It was just me and my son. Nobody else was really able to see that. Obviously, there's the providers there, but I think that's a little bit different. You know, we're the only ones that are making the calls, that are staying up at night, trying to understand what is going on with our child. So because of all this, because this is a common experience, we are kind of all having these moments. We have a lot of evidence that this is true, that we are alone because we are alone. But this episode is about us not stopping there. I want us to recognize that although we have these moments where we are truly physically alone, there's nobody else in the room, there's nobody else that has the sole responsibility to take care of this child like we do, that we're actually not as alone as we feel. And if you've listened to the podcast a while, you'll know that when we have thoughts about any given circumstance, anything that has happened or not happened, we have these thoughts and those are what really create our experience or our feelings with them. We feel alone, not because we're physically in the room alone, but because the experience that we're having is that we don't feel like people are with us. We don't feel like people are suffering with us. We don't feel like we have anybody to lean on in those moments. And so when I heard this mom say, 
I feel so alone because I am alone. I bet you're nodding in agreement like, yeah, that's true. It's like when you report the weather. It's like when you say it is 50 degrees at night and it's going to be 75 degrees and sunny in the morning. Truly, we don't know if that's actually going to happen, but we can say, well, this is what my app says. And it's just a neutral thing. Like you don't really say it with a lot of emotion unless you're like begging for the sun like we are here in San Diego. (laughs) It's been a really rainy year, okay? Like we're having a hard time. So when I hear these things like reported like as though it just is, this is where my little coachy brain just puts a note there like, hey, this is something to, to loop back to. This is something to perhaps question. Because if we know that the reason that we are experiencing this aloneness is not because of the circumstance, it's because of our relationship to it. It's because of how we're thinking and the beliefs that we have in relationship to our situation. I want to actually reflect back that facts are very different from these interpretations that we have. Many times we have all just collaboratively accepted parts of being a special needs mom, and we almost link arms and like join the misery together. And there's value to that, right? Like there's value to actually being together and kind of acknowledging some of the hardships. I don't want us to stop from doing that. But I do want us to actually recognize when we are maybe enabling our community to continue to kind of sink down together. So what I'm visualizing now as I'm saying this is actually instead of us kind of being in this boat and it kind of getting heavier and slower and harder, I'm hoping that this episode inspires us to hold ourselves up a little bit together collaboratively. So this is something that can be so valuable in our community is actually to have one of us break the trance of all believing this together. And as we do this, it'll shift from we all just think this and accept it to actually learning to question it so that we can have a different experience. Okay, so I want to just briefly touch on facts. I think it's important to recognize what facts are. Facts are concrete they're actually quite boring. They're agreeable to everybody. It's like water is made of two hydrogen molecules and one oxygen. That is a fact. We can prove that through chemistry. Okay. So then a thought about water would be like water is delicious. I don't know. Um, It's kind of a random fact I chose. I get it. And so back to kind of this, this thing that I want our community to question is that the reality is that we are not alone or at least in the way that we are using this evidence to make ourselves feel really bad. So your job now is to actually create counter evidence. And I'm going to get you started here. So you're listening to this podcast. Therefore, you are among hundreds and actually thousands of other moms that actually totally get your life. I've been actually um, dialoguing on Instagram with a a local mom here that it's funny, I I probably have only like face to face talked to her like very few times, like two or three and very short. But she was in the hospital the week before. And so I was kind of supporting her. I thought it was so funny that we were then in the hospital, or at least in the ED, like right after they left. So I messaged her like, guess where we're at now? And we've just been dialoguing back and forth about the experience, about the sibling experience, about all, all sorts of different things. And it's funny because we're really not that close. Like I said, I've really only met her a handful of times, but me leaning on her as somebody that totally gets it has been so valuable. And interestingly enough, I wasn't necessarily 
messaging all of my besties this night I referred to in the hospital this week, I was just chatting with her. Why? Because she totally got it. And I knew that for her, her prayers that would hold me up would be so specific to actually the support I needed at that time. So back to actually debunking your current list of reasons that you are alone. As I mentioned, we have this community, this podcast community, where there's all these other people listening to these same episodes that you are listening to, nodding their heads just like you. I know this because I get to hear from them. I get to hear that, oh my gosh, I was nodding my head and like totally agreeing with this or that. And my guess is you probably have at least one family member that is deeply involved, perhaps this is your husband, that is deeply involved in the details of your child's care. Perhaps you have even more than that in your family. You likely have an entire school team that is supporting you and your child. Now, I get it if sometimes you're like, well, they are there, but they're like not supporting me in the way that I would want them to. That's a whole nother conversation. The point here is though, you're not alone. You truly are not alone. And so rather than accepting this thought that you are alone and then just cruising with it for the rest of your life and perpetuating the experience of, gosh, aloneness, which is a real hard feeling, I will say, I want us to start really kind of, again, questioning and debunking that myth. And so the thing I want to leave you with is to give you two very simple questions to break down the strength of this belief by questioning the thought. So here's how I want you to look at this. When you find yourself feeling alone, and you can do this with any feeling, but we're focusing on alone. When you find yourself feeling misunderstood, when you find yourself thinking, nobody gets this, I want you to question this and say, is this true? So that's your first question. Is this true? And your first response might be like, yeah, man, it's true. And this is why. And you'll have great reasons. And then the next question is, can you know this is absolutely true? So the idea here is the second question allows you to recognize it actually is not a fact. It's helping you shift and say, oh, I think it's true. It feels true. But perhaps it's not a fact. Perhaps it's something that I have created in my mind, which is a thought. And therefore, it gives us options. Facts we can't change. That's the thing about facts. Thoughts we can. It sounds so simple, but it's so powerful. And so these simple questions will allow you to shift from being kind of a victim of the situation. I even just think about the moments where I feel alone, man, it feels so disempowering. It feels so powerless. You feel like you cannot change anything. And these questions will allow you to shift to kind of being at cause or being in charge of creating how it's going, creating how you're feeling, creating actually even perhaps who you reach out to. And This will, again, shift you from really feeling very powerless and perhaps trapped to moving towards maybe feeling some agency or feeling power or feeling just that that shift where no longer you feel trapped and you feel like, oh, okay, it feels a little lighter. And that shift is such a relief when there's so many things that we are doing that are very, very hard. This is one area where I want to lighten the load, just like I described this little ship 
picture, this is where we're really lightening the load together. And I think it'll be even more valuable as we do this as a community, because it's so easy. One of the things that we do is we go to our people that we love and love us, and we tell them these things and we get them to agree with us. We get them to agree how hard it is and how alone we are and how nobody understands. And this just allows ourselves to build the belief because our brain loves certainty. It loves it so much. And so the more certain we can feel about something, even though we don't feel good, our brain will feel satisfied. And so it wants to keep you there, believe it or not. It wants to keep you at this place where you're holding on to some of these thoughts that are actually creating a pretty negative experience. Okay, I'm a little bit fired up now. I feel like I can kind of keep going at this point, but I I do want to keep this episode to be pretty short because it's very specific. I give you two very actionable questions. So the two questions again are, when you're breaking down a thought, the first question is, is this true? Can you know this is absolutely true? So your cue to ask yourself these questions is when you're not feeling great, when you're feeling alone, you're going to ask yourself why you feel alone. And whatever you come up with, it's going to be your thought. And that thought is the one we're going to be breaking down and questioning. Okay, my invitation to you is to ask questions, is to approach me with where you might feel stuck. You might be like, um, <laughs> I get you, but I'm actually not clear on what I'm thinking. I'm not clear on what my thoughts are that are creating this experience. So wherever you might feel stuck, or if you notice any point of resistance to this episode where you're like, mm, yeah, not really, not really feeling me, if you will, those are really good clues for you. I want you to pay attention to those. Those are so important because that might be where you just are kind of holding on to something for likely very good reasons for safety and security and for certainty that perhaps when you feel supported enough, you won't need to hold on to those. All right. You can reach out to me via the website. All of the contact information is always on the show notes. And also, I want to encourage you to schedule an activation session. These have been so fun. I have been loving doing these so much. And I'm going to bring more episodes. They have been very well loved, um, the podcast. And so I'm going to keep bringing them. And I would love to see you featured on one. And so we will see you on the next episode. Be well. One more thing before we officially, officially wrap up this show. Sometimes when I'm listening to podcasts, I have the experience of wanting more. I'm listening at the very end thinking, I sure wish that episode didn't end. I invite you, if you feel in any way the same way, I invite you to the Special Needs Mom podcast community, which is a free group that I host on Facebook, where we as a community of fellow moms who listen to this podcast and are experiencing life in similar shoes, get to talk to one another, get to share stories, get to actually interact. I hope you'll consider joining. See you over there.